Greetings, my fellow podcasters. Welcome to the Havila Cunnington podcast. I am so excited. I am thinking about why I'm so excited, and I think there are two specific reasons why I just feel this sense of excitement as I'm doing this. I think the first one is that I am such a podcast girl. I mean, I love my podcast. I will get on my app and I cannot wait for my favorite people to pull those podcasts, the, the new ones, the refreshed ones up. And I get so excited and I, I just think about how much they've ministered to me and been a big deal in my life. And so I get excited about some of you that are listening today and you have that same anticipation. You know, that's kind of the second reason I'm excited. It's because, man, we have been asked to do a podcast for so long and you know, we have such limited resources sometimes and our ability to, you know, write books and, and produce things. And, you know, sometimes you just need things to feel right. And I've, I've learned that in my journey of being a leader that I can push for things to happen. But sometimes when all you're doing is pushing, you just realize that there's just you're not, it's not the right way. You don't want to, you don't want to do life like that. I don't know if you if you're out there and you understand that it's different from persevering. It's kind of like a pushing something to make something happen. And then there's just moments where grace hits your life. There's grace, grace just hits the moment and you realize I can do this. And there is, um, a yes. And when we started doing this, I was so excited because I get to do what you guys have been asking me to do, and there seems to be grace for it. And so I just think about all of you out there, and you're doing your your life. Maybe you're on a walk right now, and you're listening to my voice, and I just get excited that we can give you things that bless you. That That is why I do it. That's why we do it. Ben and I get up every day, and we try to figure out ways to help you grow, help you build your life. Uh, we know that in our own lives, people invested in us, whether it was a podcast or a book or it was something that we could listen to on YouTube. Those things we still really hold dear to our lives. And I just think you can get mentored by people that don't even know you. And it can be really beautiful. So and before we jump into our teaching, I had this picture this morning as I was getting ready to do this. To, to podcast, which is still funny for me to say. Um, but my family and I, we were at Target the other day. And, you know, I bring the four boys with me and it's crazy. And, um, but, you know, I love Target. Does anybody out there love Target? I love a place that you can get a shirt and like a jug of milk. I don't know if they still call it a jug of milk. Maybe I should call it a gallon of milk. But I love that you can get like eight things at once and you don't have to load your kids eight times. It's very, very easy, as well as they have those big, huge carts, and you can put all four kids in there and your purse and your shopping stuff. It's just great. It's, it's, it's almost better than, than the Costco baskets where you can fit two kids in at once in the front. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but anyway, the little things in life. So the boys walk in the store, and immediately they're thirsty. And so Grayson, I tell Grayson, hey, there's a water fountain over there. Why don't we stop for a minute? So we walk over to this water fountain. And as Grayson gets up to drink, he is just drinking really, really fast. And I'm watching him and he's just, you know, just, just getting as much water as he possibly can. And 
I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe he has some, you know, a little bit of anxiety. His brothers need to get a drink as well. And there is a bit of a pecking order when it comes to siblings. So maybe he's waiting, maybe he's hurrying up with his turn so that the next brother can get a drink. And all of a sudden, my eldest son, Judah, says says to Grayson, kind of leans down and says to Grayson, Grayson, don't worry. This isn't going to run out. The water's not going to run out. And I realized I had missed what was happening, but what was happening was that Grayson had this anxiety that the water was going to run out. So he was drinking as fast as he could, and Judah was letting him in on the secret that this water is never going to run out. And when I thought about that, I thought about this moment in in our podcasting and and the radical growth and, and the stuff we're teaching you. I guess what I hope to be is that voice inside your head, the voice inside your iPhone right now saying to you, hey, this isn't gonna run out. There is a endless source to God. There's an endless source to what he wants to give you. There's an endless source of love and hope and peace. Uh, there's, there's so much of God that we will never be able to contain all of him. So I want you to just relax. This is going to get to you. And, you know, you may listen to this for a few minutes, but during the day, his voice is ever present, ever, everlasting, um, always available. The available God is coming your way. And so I just want you to take a deep breath and receive grace to receive all of God today and realize that there is no rush. You get to take all the time you need to grow in God. I hope that helps you. We're going to tune in today to day number two of Radical Growth, and I'll catch you at the end of it. Good morning. Welcome to Radical Growth. Grab your book, your Bible, and a good strong cup of coffee, and we're going to get started with day number two. I want to remind us that yesterday was all about baseline, and really it's going to be what we talk about all week. It's about understanding that your life begins in the beginning and infant stages. Every, all growth, everything we want to be in God has to begin small. It has to grow, and we have to know how to get the environment uh, just right so it has the potential to grow and bear fruit. I want us to understand that we don't lack anything. We just sometimes lack an understanding of how to grow, but the seed itself doesn't lack anything to grow a vibrant life. You know, I've been saved for almost 20 years and a minister for 15, and I have to be honest, it's most people do not lack in heart and desire. That's really never the issue. Where most people miss it is they forget how they were made. They forget how God created them, and I'm the same way. Oftentimes, I forget that I don't grow from external things. I don't, my life can't change from things, messages being sent to me outside of me, but that the Holy Spirit within me helps me grow, and I was made to contain God. You know, the first book of the Bible talks about that in Genesis. It talks about that we were made in God's image, And that our purpose is to contain him. I love how the economy of God says it well. It says, for what purpose did God create man? God created us to be his containers. We are only empty containers and God intends to be our only content. 
you know, I think of a picture of a winter glove, a glove that you put your hand into, and that glove was made and created to fit your hand perfectly. And that's really what the Spirit of God is meant to do in our lives. It's meant to fit our spirit perfectly, that every part of Him would fit in every part of us and begin to help us in every way. I love how Mike Bickle says it. He says that me being a lover of God and Him loving me back is success. I just think that's fantastic. I've oftentimes grounded myself and rooted myself in that thought that I love God and I'm a, that God loves me and I'm a lover of God. Therefore, I'm successful. It's just is life changing. Uh, there's oftentimes I'll go throughout my day, even as I feel like everything's kind of falling apart. You know, I'm, I'm low on gas and I'm, I'm trying to figure out managing my kids and bills and life. And sometimes I'll just say under my breath, I am loved by you and I'm a lover of you. Therefore, I'm successful. It's kind of like the rest is details. You know, the book of 1 Thessalonians 5.23 gives us this understanding of how we contain God. It says that there are three containers in our lives, a spirit, a soul, which is made up of your mind, will, and emotions, and a body. It says it here, now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until the Lord Jesus Christ again. So he gives us a clear outline that those three areas need to be contained by God, need to contain the spirit of God. Galatians 4, 6 through 7 also says in the message so perfectly, you can tell for sure that you are now fully adopted as his own children because God sent the spirit of his son into our lives crying, Papa, Father, Doesn't that privilege of intimate conversation with God make it plain that you are not a slave, but a child? I love that thought. You know, my kids go throughout the day and them loving me and me loving them is pretty much what happens. They they don't do anything else at this point very often to maybe set world records or you know what I'm talking about. All the the stuff that people would acclaim as, as a major just... The, the environment of love, connection, and intimacy is really what's valuable in their lives and will always be. I want you to think about this this morning as you meditate. You know, the Spirit was meant to, to contain you. And I love this thought in 1 Corinthians 2.10. It says, The Spirit, not content to flint around on the surface, dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. Whoever knows what you're thinking and planning except for yourself, the same with God, except that he only knows what he's thinking, but he lets us in on it. Oh, I just love that thought. I wish I could like reach out and grab your face and look at your eyes and tell you and just give you this understanding of, you know, what God is thinking. We get let in on. We get the opportunity and the privilege to hear the voice of God and what he's saying and he lets us in on it. And it's a privilege and it's valuable and it's really fulfilling. I want you to meditate on that thought today. I want you to ask God to reveal some thoughts to you. As well as during your day, I want to ask you to, in the midst of a circumstance, whether it be leaving a meeting or running a carpool or maybe you have to go grocery shopping or maybe after, maybe you're sitting on a beach somewhere in a cabana 
you know, bless you. And <laughs> you're thinking, you know, God, what does success really look like? I want you to under your breath, say a prayer to him. I am loved and I'm a lover. Therefore, I'm successful. I want you to take it and, and pull it into your day and make that the direct, the declaration and the deck and the direction of your day. Very, very important. And lastly, tonight, I want you to reflect on John 16, 63, where it says the spirit gives life and the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. I want you to ask yourself, did you manage to speak words of life over yourself today? I think these are all really good things and they're going to help us grow this vibrant life. I bless you in your journey and I'll see you tomorrow. That concludes our second day of Radical Growth. If you like this podcast, don't forget to leave us a review and some of those stars. You can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the new Periscope. For all other things like our mission, our travel schedule, and all the information about our products, just visit HavilahKennington.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time.